Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, where we talk about this week's games, the scores, the players, the managers, all that good stuff. Um, and Hamza, where should we start today? Oh my God, I'm so frustrated. I am super frustrated with this Barcelona team. We can start with the Barcelona game. Barcelona, Barcelona. versus Almeria, 1-0. Exactly. Uh, this is supposed to be the second worst like team in terms of defense in La Liga, right? How many goals have they conceded? I don't know. But it's the second worst against the strongest defense. And then they obviously conceded a goal. And the goal was really nice. It's, one of, it's an amazing goal, really good goal. But you can clearly see Pedri's impact and Dembele's impact. The fact that they're not there. It's basically old Barcelona. It's so frustrating. It's like how they used to play when Xavi just started. Mm-hmm. And they made all those changes. And then suddenly he's playing all these players that are so slow. Like Jordi Alba, Sergi Roberto, Sergio Busquets. It's like nightmare <sighs> flashbacks for you, huh? Oh my God. It's so frustrating. And like I don't think he's that good of a coach in the sense that he just stuck. When he does something and they're all trying to play the same way, cross, 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 but all their crosses, none of them... But why is it that that Pedri would play in such a different manner? Because at the end of the day, they're still playing the formation and with Xavi... No, I think it's just because those other players are slower. Like, the the, the young blood is much faster. They're all playing super... But I don't think it's just about speed. But you can the, the, see the that. The way they play today. It's like, yes, they're slow, but they missed a lot of chances, right? And no, that's, but it's that's, not, that's, nothing that's, good chances. No good chances. It's Ferran Torres crossing, Jordi Alba, horrible crosses. He can't even cross to save his life. It's really bad. And each cross gets caught by the other, the other, the other team. It's so frustrating. And so instead of actually going deep or changing or changing the strategy, obviously he doesn't change it. And he, he it's basically... It's hard to change, though. Like, it's not a comeback team. Like they don't like, okay, I realize that this thing is not working anymore. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to change it. He never does that. Like a lot of Ancelotti does it. Like Tan Hag does it. Like he doesn't That's do it. That's not in the nature of which Barcelona plays, right? They want to go up and then hold on to that lead by either scoring more goals <sighs> and, or defending. They don't come back. And Jordi Alba is not creative at all. Busquets is, hasn't played in a while. He's really not creative. Sergio Roberto, he was amazing before he got injured, but he got injured for a while, and then he hasn't been playing a lot, and he's he sucks. So what Xavi did, he's like, I have uh, this Clasico game on Thursday. Right, right. right. And so I'm going to save all my players. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play Eric Garcia, and in my opinion, Eric Horrible, Garcia is not right? Barcelona's level. Like, there's a lot of players in Barcelona that shouldn't be in Barcelona. Apparently, no disrespect to them. I saw on Twitter that of... Five of the eight goals that were conceded by Barcelona, he Eric Garcia was playing. Okay, well you see, and this game <laughs> where he was playing as well, so that 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 was bad. Araujo, he wanted to rest Araujo, he wanted to rest uh, Balde, I Honestly, guess as well. Honestly, which makes sense, but you would think that a team like Barcelona Barcelona has better squad depth, right? They don't have squad depth. That's what I want to talk about. They have zero squad depth. So you're you could have uh, you could have had a ten point lead. And mm-hmm. 10-point lead is very hard. It's pretty it's, cushy. Yeah, it's more than three games that you have to lose for the other team to to, to, to And they only basically... have one game to play against Madrid. Exactly, right? but now Left. seven, and they're playing Madrid very soon. They're going to play Valencia. Even Valencia is shit this year, but Valencia is not an easy team, if, even when they're shit. So he decides to rest all of his players. And once he rests all of his players, obviously, uh, he doesn't play Rafinha at the beginning. And for some right, reason, right. even when he subbed Rafinha, no action is on Rafinha's side. It's all on... Uh, Ferran Torres. Torres and Ferran Torres I'm sorry I'm, I've given him so many chances and he played the most recent game not like well it wasn't that bad 
he's not that good. He's really not that good. And Lewandowski sucks. There's a reason why Ferran Torres. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he's. This is not like he's. You have a this fit. Is, you have a fit Dembele. You have a fit Gabi. You have you a fit. Are, they, yeah, they you will never see these players. Exactly. But it's it's bizarre to me that you you're missing a couple of your key players, just a couple, right? And then you see like these 18 year olds come out on the pitch that I've never seen before. How is it that we went from Pedri not there, Dembele not there, to you know Be, an 18 year old? Because starting? there's no squad depth. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that shouldn't isn't. be the case, right? Like, no, and you yes, you have you put one in there. Okay, cool. But two? But that's not the problem. I think if he had put the younger, the uh, the young lads before, it would have been way better. Because he waited until the 70th minute to actually like change Busquets, even though he was so bad the whole game. But it I was don't just think they have game. enough experience to play but they, for such a long time. But they should have enough experience to play Armeria. He's obviously not going to put them against Madrid. So this is the time to put them. And he doesn't put them. Gavi needs to calm down because he got a yellow card, so he's not going to play versus Valencia. He's very feisty. Yeah, so, no, because now he has a problem. There's no Pedri against Valencia. No, but Gavi is feisty. He has a temper problem. Yeah, so, okay, same thing with United. He didn't play the, se- the, the second yeah, game yeah, because yeah. he got a yellow card. It made a difference. Now, next game, Valencia is not playing, but he's so important because he's so fast. He's, like, always feisty. He wants to, like, he makes a difference. He creates chances. Yeah, he creates chances, and there's no one that does that. Barcelona is a player who's... When you don't have any solution, we, when you cross and it doesn't work, you need to start dribbling. You need to start making solutions in the... That's what Dembele does. They're, they lost the ball a lot today. Yeah, that's what Dembele does and that's what Rafinha does sometimes. And Rafinha was not getting the ball at all. Like most, most crosses, all of them went nowhere. Like they had like six corners before Araujo came in. No one touched the corners. Obviously because there's no one to touch them. Lewandowski's... Even the, when he was offside and he tried to score, he couldn't score. I, I don't know. It's just frustrating. It's old Barcelona back. They need some squad depth. They obviously have no money. So they rely really, really like heavily on two players or like three players. Yeah. Gabi, Pedri, Dembele. Without these three players, the team because, is Because, I nowhere. mean, we can also talk about how Lewandowski just... Yeah, because Lewandowski has been not present for he a couple finish. of months at least. A couple of months or more than that. He had some opportunities, which he he missed. He had so many opportunities. Like, he used to be such a game changer, and then all of a sudden, he's he's not there anymore. I mean, it's it's really frustrating. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to actually do something against Madrid on Thursday. Actually, I disagree. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, when they played super well against Madrid, it was Pedri, it was... uh, Even Busquets was on his... It was on a really... On his good day. Basically, it was Gabi, it was Dembele, it was My such a good team. My only concern is that the loss against United shook them a bit. And then after today's loss again, and then you're going to go and play Madrid, yeah. right? Yeah. And then with your, your couple injuries that are not helping you. Exactly. They're not yeah. starting off on a great foot. They're not. So, and plus the fact that Madrid is now thinking, oh, maybe we're not in great form this year, that we can't win the league, or that we are we don't have a chance of winning the Champions League, or at least smaller than previous years. Yeah. They may be going harder for these kinds of cups. Yeah, but Domestic he, should, trophies. he should have just focused on La Liga. You need to make sure you can win La Liga. That's I why definitely he should agree. Have I don't even think resting these players for Thursday's game is yeah, that who, important. Who even cares about Copa del Rey? Like they won it already, so many you times. You already won Madrid. So they should have focused on it. And now, I don't know. I think he needs to change his strategy somehow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just, I just hope that this is like, like I said, it's not going to shake them too much. To be honest, imagine if they lose against Madrid on Thursday and they may go on this losing streak. Yeah. 
which you know, and then Madrid will take the upper hand, and you never know. They could catch change. up with two it games. It could change easily. Exactly. Easily. Okay, so the Carabao Cup final. Oh, good game. Yes, it really was. Really good game. Can we like really take a minute to appreciate the Newcastle fans? Amazing. Oh, that fans. was so impressive. Right. The so really... well organized with the flags and the colors blocking and oh, everything. So so good. I actually felt bad that they lost. Me too. I wanted them to win. Man United was deserved it as well. They played really well. It was it was such a it was it was really good game. It was this scene where Eddie Howe felt felt cold and he was gonna put a jacket, and then the 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 producer switched the camera the camera right to like a fan that that didn't have a shirt on, <laughs> and uh, that was all excited. That was really funny. But and the, the obviously the cameraman was just on Eddie Howe. Eddie, Howe, they, the the camera loved Eddie Howe. Oh, I was yeah. commenting on how you kept seeing him, but Eric. Ten Hag barely got any screen time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he barely got any screen time. I don't know why, but uh, and you've uh, you you know the story of the goalie, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so sad. I know. Uh, oh, uh, like it, now it kind of makes me feel bad for players sometimes because that's really intense. He hasn't played since Feb twenty one. Yeah, two years. I saw. But Poor guy. but having not had you know real match experience for two years. I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, and he was the—he's f- the fourth goalie, and then uh, the coach had the choice between the third and the fourth, and he decided to choose him, which is nice of him, really nice. Um, I think Man United has really good defense. Alessandro Alessandro Martinez is super uh, yes. good. Varane is really good. As much as I didn't like him with Madrid, and him, him and Casemiro so has have Casemiro great chemistry. Beast, he yeah. is so good. Wherever he goes, he wins trophies. Yeah, wherever he because that mentality, he's really good. He's he's bringing that Madrid energy to Man United. Yeah, it, it, they they played really well, uh, and I don't know what happened. Why they get so good? Like I don't think they bought any new players because this because since the like that many new players since the uh, since PIF bought them. The, the, but there was the also, they fund. also kept talking about the transformation of Almiron, right? Exactly. So he was he wasn't good last year, right? But this year he's so good. Anyways, I really uh, kind of felt sad for them. But at the end of the day, Man United deserved it. They were really good. They haven't won a cup in six years. That's still Man kind United. Of, mm-hmm. And even this Newcastle, the last final cup of final in... 70 years. No, uh, 67 years. Well, kind of close. Yeah. But it's crazy, you know? It's like these teams, they, they spend so much time and money without winning any cups. Yeah, I don't know what keeps them going. Right. If I were a Newcastle fan or even a Tottenham fan, I'd yeah, just be like, oh, true. God, I'm so tired of But a Tottenham fan, think. at least you go to Champions League almost every year. And also you, you have the brand, I guess. Yeah, and you have the brand. But now, like, Newcastle, you could have won this title and now you can't win it. Like, like it's gone. So it's it's a little bit sad, but good for Man United. They deserve it. I think I mean, they, their fans waited for a while. For something like this, so I'm I'm happy for them. I don't feel bad for Man United fans. No, no, their fans struggled for for years, for years. Everyone yeah, was shitting on them. Yeah, but they won so much that you. Yeah, it's very hard to. Ago. It's really hard to feel bad for United fans. No, but still, like if you have so much history, it's kind of like Barcelona as well. You have so much history, and then suddenly you suck so much you can't compete anywhere. And people get used to seeing you in the Europa League. People need to realize that we got true. used to seeing them in That's Europa true. League. I mean, they're still the they're League. still in the Europa League. <laughs> exactly. So. But to be honest. I don't know. I think people, there's talk now. Oh, they're on the quadruple. I don't think they're going to win the quadruple. They're not winning the the Premier League. I don't think they will. Okay, I think Premier League... Let's, let's be realistic. And, and they are more likelihood of winning the Europa League than the Premier League. 
Of course, yeah. I mean, but the I think FA Cup they have a good chance. So I think that they may take home two cups. That's possible. Yeah, the, w- which when, is already pretty good. I mean, I I think they they just want to qualify. They want to make sure that they qualify for Champions League. And I think I that's think they're gonna, gonna do. I really hope that it's gonna be them and Newcastle and not Tottenham. That's my own personal. Yeah, but advice. Tottenham is pretty good. Chelsea, Chelsea, Tottenham. Tottenham was way better. It's really good. Really, really Which better. Which is weird to say. It's so much, so much better than Chelsea. I was, uh, I was shocked. Like their, their, their midfield is way better. Midfield and defense. Defense. Is really good. Even midfield, the- that uh, Hoiberg guy, Hoiberg and uh, Skip, really good. This game and even the game when against uh, Man City, I remember they were really good. And Romero, right? I was I was impressed by Romero and Royal and Kane obviously. Yeah, Romero and Dyer uh, did a good job in defense. Kane fantastic the way he comes back to the midfield and he t- tries to create chances and even his second goal like he like obviously Chelsea was not doing a good job covering him, but well deserved. I have so much sympathy for Kane. He does so much, scores so many goals, wins nothing. I know, but like at least they appreciate him a lot. And the crowd was crazy. The way they were singing the whole time. I think they have a fantastic stadium. And as yeah, you said, it's, yeah, it's a really nice stadium. I'd be intimidated new. to play there for sure. Exactly. And they were mm-hmm. all singing non-stop. So it was two two teams at two different levels. And Chelsea, well, <laughs> Hakim Ziyech is a... Starting drama. I know. I mean, as I, all, like always. Honestly, I think he, the way he punched... Who did he punch? Royale. Nope. Yeah, Emerson Royal. He's really good. Yeah, as you said, uh, Emerson Royal is really good. So the way he punched him, I think he went for the shoulder. But in any it case, I think he was. In any case, I think he was it was a, a red card because he got a yellow card for the committing the a fa- foul for committing right. a foul, and then he should have gone a second yellow card for. But I don't understand how you. So you see, that's why it's good for players to argue with the the, the ref. The ref, but even you, when you he th- gives th- them a red card, this think, is the first time but, I see it. But but you think that this is the reason why he decided to check more because the players were arguing with him? But you, they're putting pressure, right? He went to talk to the side These ref. These refs don't give a fuck. No 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 no, it it matters. I'm pretty sure it matters. And so he went to talk to the side ref. Side ref pressured him and told him you should give him a red card. And then I don't know how someone probably in the VAR told him no no you gotta go check the VAR. And he went check the VAR and like took it out. So it's it's a nice precedent. And now well, all the, the players yeah, are gonna they, think about they, it. They can now retract red cards. Exactly. Now they can retract red cards. I haven't. I've never seen that before. I think he was the deserved red card, even if he didn't get it. But I would think that as a fan, or some English fans, I want players to act like this. I want them to be so angry and to like for punch your, other. No, for play- your own club. Yeah, for your own club, obviously. So why are people shitting on Ziyech in uh, on Twitter and then saying that he should sub him off? Why would he sub him off? It's like, funny that most of the hate that he gets is from Chelsea fans from themselves. Chelsea fans are so difficult. Really I'm mean. sorry, They're but really like, mean. so they, they, mean. They blamed Kepa. They blamed Enzo Fernandez for the goal. And, and and I told you about that headline where like the coach said, they, Chelsea fans want me and my family to die. Now he's, but he's trying to get sympathy. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel bad for him. I mean, it's 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 not like the he needs time. He needs time. It's not just his fault. It's everyone's fault. It's the players. I'm sorry, Enzo Fernandez. He's not that good. He hasn't been that good. And I'm obviously he just started, and we should give him a bit of time. But the midfield is 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 not good at, at Chelsea. I think their best kind of 
signings this recently was probably is probably Joao Felix. Oh, for sure. He makes he makes a huge difference. He tries so much. And th- what's great about Chelsea fans is now they're asking for Obama Young and Mount. Why don't you play Mbappe Young and Mount? And when he plays Oba, then they're not happy because they're he doesn't go, do they, anything. They're not very consistent. They're not consistent. They go like from a, one player to the other. But Ziyech gets played. So today's scapegoat was mostly Ziyech. So if you don't want Potter out, then you're just going to blame one of the players, right? Or multiple players. And today it happened to be Ziyech and maybe a couple others. And then if and then one day and then the next day they decide, oh, actually, no, it's all Potter's fault. So we're going to want Potter out. And then, so they just keep going back and forth. Honestly, yes, I think it's both. It's not a simple yes or no, like whether he's good enough of a coach or whatever it is. I do think he, he, he will benefit from a preseason. If you just give him mm. the preseason and then see how the season starts next year. And also at the same time, it's like, OK, you kick him out. But who's going to come? I know. Who, no, no one, I think, wants to take that job. I, like, who's going to want to take that exactly. job? It's Like, what would... They, they already have so many players. And look at their squad depth versus Barcelona's squad depth. It's crazy. They have way too many players. Mudrik played only at the end. Uh, Obama Young hasn't been playing. If, if actually Ziyech got the red card and they were down to 10 men, they should have blamed him. But he didn't get the red card. So people were like, oh, why don't you sub him? I can't believe he's still on the pitch. I mean, he's not that good in that game. That's true. But a lot of people are not that good. Are you going to stop the whole team? Like, that's why I think I, I, I do appreciate that Grand Potter doesn't listen to the fans all the time. He kind of does what he wants to do. So it, it's still weird that Ziyech is still playing a lot of minutes yeah. when he was going to go leave to PSG. So that's weird to a lot There's of fans. There's definitely a disconnect between Potter yeah. and the players and the management. Exactly. The does owner. he like Ziyech or does he not like him? He doesn't play Modric that much anymore, even though but they got honest, him for so, many, weird thing. so much money. Like you feel like some of the coaches that even are not, haven't been at the team for very long. Like, you know, Ten Hag, he hasn't been there so long, right? But mm-hmm, he has a mm-hmm. real relationship with the players. That's true. I don't, I don't see this with Potter. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It may be because there's just so many players, it's hard for him to establish any relationship. But, you know, when they're coming off the pitch or like when he's talking about his players, it doesn't doesn't feel like he's really connected with them. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Sterling, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what Sterling is. Doing. I don't like whatever you guys say about Sterling. I've watched him when he was at Man City. He did a lot for Man City, but he is a frustrating player. He scores one and misses three, and he keeps the ball for too long. It doesn't pass quickly. He always runs out of space. Yeah, he gets like, into the penalty box and then runs out of space. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do right now. I don't know what to do right now. And then he just wastes the ball, but. I saw Ziyech's face when he was subbed and he was sitting there. He looked miserable. I think they he all always look, looks miserable. They all look pretty miserable. There's no spirit in this team left. Yeah. They all they all look really down, really they're just sitting nice and comfy at tenth. Yeah. But in, I in I league. do think that the fans need to give them a chance. They need to give them I they need to give the coach a chance to work because I'm I'm pretty sure he is working hard. He is trying really hard. I don't think it's his fault, all the stuff that's happening. It's part of his fault. It's just the players of them not playing at their level. And they're not bad players. It's just that they're not. Like, I can say that Bar- some of Barcelona players are not to Barcelona's level. But a lot of the Chelsea players have actually the level. They just haven't been playing that well. It's just well. individual level is not enough. You need to play as a team. And it's just, you know, the, 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 the sum is greater than its parts, right? Yeah. Or sorry, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. So... You need something to tie everything together. Like Man United bought these players. They're all individually really good. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they would play together so well, right? They have all this chemistry and harmony on the pitch that Chelsea just does not have. Yeah, yeah. And they, they do have... Uh, the fans have memories of a goldfish. Like uh, United was so bad. All these players that everyone's saying, oh my God, Fred is amazing. All these players. Everyone was shitting on them for a while. And now That's it's true. kind of Chelsea's turn. So 
just be patient, give the coach a chance, and hopefully they're they turn out. Like they don't have to win something. They just won Champions League. I don't know two years ago. Yeah. Which, so it's not that bad. They're not. They're no Tottenham for sure. Although that, that Champions League, it was win, weird. It just felt like a fluke. Yeah. Ziyech won it as well, even though he just Because if you think about it, Chelsea that season, yes, they played better. But are they, like, significantly better than how they are now? They were Champions League level. Right. It's a a lot of the similar players, a lot of the same players, and a lot of them are still young. So, I don't know. Like, I think maybe maybe it was Tuchel did something. Yeah, I don't know know where Tuchel's going to go. Yeah, maybe they should bring him to Barcelona. They should. No, I like Xavi. Xavi should stay. I don't know. It's not his problem. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't have a lot of confidence in Xavi. Anyways, I do. Yeah, because think, he doesn't think... have a lot of experience. He just has a little bit of experience in Qatar. But, but you the... need to build experience. That's fine. That's where he's building it. <laughs> That's great. I lo- like you. We're giving him the chance to build his experience. I mean, the same thing happened to Guardiola. Yeah, that's true. But usually, you, yes, you, you don't, don't get you as don't lucky. You don't have Messi, and you don't have well, Xavi. <laughs> exactly. So he's just building his experience with one of the not best teams, but one of the most like iconic teams. Yeah, in but the if world. he can get them to win the league, he can get them to win a couple trophies. That's great experience. I don't know. He's not gonna get it right all. You know. I still like the jury's still. Uh, They're still out. Yeah, Honestly, for... I'm more bullish on on Xavi than I am uh, for Potter because you see a much. There's much more of a cohesion yeah, of course, and team yeah, spirit no, in Barcelona than there is in Chelsea. Yeah. And if you think about oh it, God, Chelsea... If, if Barcelona had half the players that, uh, that Chelsea okay, has... Okay, but, but yes, but Barcelona needs to stop buying players for no, crazy amounts of money. They're not. Like, they got rid of uh, Memphis Depay, which, I don't know, maybe they shouldn't have because now they don't have anyone to replace Lewandowski. If Lewandowski gets injured, I don't know what they're going to do. Anyways, anyways, it's... Uh, it's okay, but that's, that's the problem that a lot of teams face. There's yeah. not a lot of teams that have... You know, a good number nine, and also substitutes that can come in if that that number nine gets. That's true. That's true. So that's not a uniquely Barcelona problem. We want to talk about Man United, West Ham, the FA Cup game today. Three one, Man United knocked out West Ham. West Ham started off pretty strong in the first half. Benrahma scored a great goal. I would say. You criticize them a lot. Surprisingly. You criticize them a lot, but this goal was pretty nice. Yeah, and I think we should talk about Antonio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he missed a lot. Like, he missed, I think, two chances that he should have scored. And I think, and those were, I think, in the first half or something, and that could have changed the game. Right, Antonio? So I think he should, like, he does miss a lot. That's why I think West Ham is not as good, because their offense is not, like, a killer offense. The Ben Rahman does not score all the time. And like we can look at the numbers, Antonio does not score all the time, but obviously, what really killed him in this game is Eggert. Sadly, uh, I feel bad for him. He had a good start to the game, honestly. He, I think he made he made it was some, a good first half. He made he made a he made some good blocks even in the second half, but after his own goal, that's it. I he think he crumbled. It. A yeah, bit. yeah. Because yeah. the own goal was on a seventy seventh minute, and I oh think from God. then on, it just because if you watch the game. In the last 15 minutes or so, mm-hmm. he really just lost it. And the, he was kind of involved in all know, three no, goals no, no. of He's, United. He basically is the reason why they, they like, Manuel was able to score three goals. Sadly, sadly, that's what I think, he, as you said, he crumbled. Great players know how to deal with this because this stuff happens. I, I th- when I look at the first goal, I don't know. What, what he was thinking. Yeah. It really seemed like he was the, the, other, yeah. the other team trying to score. Exactly. So I don't understand. So I, I understand if the ball hits you and it goes yeah. in. But here, like, you're actually trying to, like, score it, kind of. So 
I don't know. I don't understand what went through his mind. Uh, and then after that, he doubted himself completely. And I think that that's the like great players need to be able to deal with that because that, in, that's that experience. Yeah, he doesn't mentally, have the experience exactly. Strong enough, I think. And I, I, he doesn't have the experience for the Premier League. For sure. For yeah, sure. like I think Premier League. There's so many important games constantly, constantly. He was before in the Moroccan league and when he started and then the French league and now he's in the Premier League and it's a whole different ballgame. I just don't think people should write him off. I still I think not. he's a really good defender. I hope the 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 West Ham staff actually helps him with the... Me too. I think David Moyes has a really important job to make sure. But I also have to comment that he normally is a left center back. And today oh. he played as a right center back. Mm. I'm not sure what the reason was. Maybe he they wanted him to play in that position to to perhaps handle Garnacho. Because- I, I think the second goal, to be honest, it's not it's 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 partially his mistake. I think it's more that the player is really good. Garnacho is yes, amazing. Yes, but but the the third one he it was a bad oh clearance. Oh my god! Yeah, the it third was a one bad clearance because he cleared it right into Rashford. Right. Oh, it's 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 hard. It's hard. I mean. I think if you have in your job in anything you do you make mistakes it's just that the stakes are are not but, as high. But I mean high. honestly West Ham was pretty solid. I mean United seemed to like panic. He subbed Casemiro on right in the beginning because they Th- thought that they were going to That's what it. I'm saying. If Antonio had scored in the first half they missed some really important chances the game would have been completely different. But their offense doesn't score a lot. And you can look at the numbers as how many goals West Ham actually scored yeah. versus other teams. They can't hold on to a lead and they're just missing. They're missing something pretty big, I would say. And I also want to highlight, I think Garnacho had an amazing game. He was very good. He made mistakes because he's still so young. He's, he's only so young, 18. Yeah. But he's he runs a lot. He's great pace. He created a lot of chances. I can't believe great in, player. can't believe in a matter of two weeks, Man United beat Barcelona, beat Newcastle, beat West Ham. I swear. In, are... in, in three different competitions. Correct. They are still on for the quadruple. Three different competitions. That's crazy. Like how things changed from three years ago and everyone thought United was the shittiest team ever. Now everyone is scared of playing. You know, if I were a team, I would be probably the most scared to play United at That's this point. True. Out of the Premier League teams. That's true. Even more than Arsenal and City. Oh yeah, for sure. For Because sure. they played, they were pretty weak in and the they've first been, half. And, they've been te- and think about all these games that they've played back to back. Yeah. All the physical condition that you should have, you should be great, you should be like fit. And they win 3-1. They won, like how much, like they, they won 2-0 two, two for and Newcastle. And 2-1 Barcelona. Yeah, it's and a lot of time they had to come back. Exactly. And they're all tough teams. Like Barcelona is the the first team in La Liga. Newcastle is has, having a fantastic, uh, fantastic year. Well, West Ham, yes, it has good, they had good defense and I think Agar basically gave them the game, but it's still like the, the what matters is winning. Yeah, exactly. And now they are they're on to the quarterfinals. Yeah. Anyway, shame be... shame for West Ham. I feel bad for Agar, but let's but, hope he gets back up. And he's a very important player for West Ham. So that's true. So they kind of that's true. To lose he's him. a good player. I still think he's a very good yeah. player. Okay, so now we wanted to talk about. The FIFA, FIFA, the best awards that happened this week. A bunch of people were there. Messi, Mbappe. Actually, a decent amount of people weren't there either. So basically, the, the, the starting 11 award, uh, you know, the, the best starting 11 yeah. award. I think only half of them were there. So they were the, the, I know. So the, who didn't go? 
De Bruyne didn't go. De Bruyne didn't go. The Madrid players didn't go. Yeah. Well, Benzema and went. Benzema didn't go. Oh, that's true. He Benzema did not didn't go. go. Oh, that's and true. And so it was kind. It just kind of seemed like a because Courtois wasn't there either to, mm. to, to pick up. So so it seemed like a Vinicius Junior wasn't there. It just seemed like a boycott from on, the, on their part. Yeah. Um. And so essentially, what happens is that apparently national team captains and coaches, journalists, and fans vote. But supposedly the team captain vote is representative of their t- of their team, not just themselves, yeah, as right? As a whole, exactly. But that doesn't seem to be like the case for many team captains. Maybe he has like a Zoom with them before. Hey guys, he's gonna put a Zoom with sixty but, but players. But like, come on, for example, let's decide. Oh, maybe he sends them a survey monkey. <laughs> but for but to be honest, I would do that honestly if I were captain. If I, a, if I wanted no, to be but fair, come on, like if you were an influential, let's say, Messi. Yeah. No one's gonna consent. Uh, no one's gonna object to who you want to vote for. Why if, not? No, if like if you especially you if you really, don't have a preference. Okay, let's talk about Messi. He voted for Neymar. I don't know why he did that. Honestly, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think that most people would agree Look, Neymar? Neymar, Messi. The top three are very easy. It's just Messi, um, Mbappe, and Benzema. So that's the it. order is what matters, right? Yeah, I mean Messi's obviously uh, deserves it, right? He's obviously the best. Right, so but the rest, Mbappe should be second. Was he second? Yes. Yeah, so that he deserves it as well, and I think Benzema is obviously. But people were to... annoyed about the fact that Benzema should have perhaps won it. No, 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 obviously no, no. Come on, like he won the World Cup, at Messi. That's it. Now, now we can close the Messi chapter a little bit. Not being For mean, sure. not being mean, but that's it. Now he won everything. Yeah, but now you know he could win the Ballon d'Or again next year. That's fine, but we have it's, closed it's, the chapter. But it's kind of the same thing. Do you know, like this thing how it started? It started in 2017 because they didn't want to be part of uh, what is it called? France football. The FIFA together with France football would basically give those awards of like the Ballon d'Or and all of that. That's why he has a French name. And then in 2017 they decided to uh, to go uh, French off. To branch off, yeah. To um, and I think that's what FIFA is doing with everything. If you've noticed, right? Like, yeah, that's true. Like even the Champions League, that's what they're trying to create all this World Club because they want FIFA to be this power. They want Their all of the thing. money. Yeah, they want all of the money, everything Which to flow to be, through FIFA. To be honest, makes sense because you don't want football to remain so Eurocentric, right? No, but then everything is FIFA. Like I, I do think well, FIFA is so. What's wrong with FIFA? But FIFA is so corrupt. It what is mean, corrupt. You, but that's not the problem. But you want there to be so many other organizations like oh, UEFA. Oh, because UEFA is so. No, but if I don't, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I don't know. But like FIFA is corrupt and has proven to be corrupt. It's just because so. it's the most powerful. You know? Yeah. So it you don't want to want. You don't want one conglomerate uh, like controlling everything. I guess, but it just makes sense if FIFA did have the their the, own award, the major part of it. Yeah, so it I don't sense. know. I, I yeah, just, so I don't. It doesn't. Know. It always baffled me why it was such a French thing. Even the name is French. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like, why? I French? think just the person who started, like the the people who started it initially. But I also think that Champions League is so important, but it's not part of FIFA. So a, a player would win or not win the like the Ballon d'Or and all these awards just based on the Champions League performance because it's I whatever they do it's gonna be very hard for them to take over like that importance of the Champions League. It's still probably after the World Cup the best. But that's fine. But they're trying to do that. I mean I don't know I don't know how like a club World Cup with 32 teams from all different uh, countries would be like. I think it would be fun because it's kind of like a small World Cup for teams. So I think that would be interesting. But 
I don't think it's gonna be like, like the Champions League. Champions League is such like really the level is so high. It's it's amazing. We'll see how it goes. But I think it's a good idea. You want to give exposure to other teams because yeah, people yeah, yeah. only know Europe, right? Of course. Like That's nobody what I watches said about anything else. Eurocentric. Yeah. And so if FIFA has this, you know, regardless of what their ulterior motive is, if if this does bring awareness and viewership to other clubs around the world that are not just Europe and South exactly. America. That's exactly. a really good thing. Exactly. But now, like, it's, I don't know, the current setup is so stupid where there's, like, I don't know, five teams or six teams and barely any games. It's so fast. So, like, you don't even know most of... I mean, you know, it's the same team all the time. Ahli, no, the World Cup. The oh. club World Cup is always the same th- teams most most of the time. And Oakland City always gets, like, never, win, never wins it. And I don't think a team has won it outside of Europe in a long time. So it's kind of, you want a little bit more uh, competition and you want a little bit more chances to be knocked out. So if you actually have a proper group stage, then maybe Real Madrid one day will be knocked out. Like what happened, like all the surprises that happened in the World Cup, obviously. But anyways, I think we should go back to talking. Uh, yeah, so talk about, another like, person's vote was interesting, which was Mohamed Salah. What? So he voted for Vinicius Jr. first, then Kevin De Bruyne, and then Hakimi. I mean, I don't know why he didn't vote for Messi. All these three, besides perhaps you could make an argument for Vinicius Jr. Honestly, Vinicius Jr. should be ranked higher than yes. Neymar. This is ridiculous. For sure, for sure. His place didn't really make sense. Yeah. But Kevin De Bruyne and Ashraf Hakimi? Yeah. I don't know. Like this Ashraf is very ha- look, to me. Like, I like Ashraf Hakimi, but whether he deserves to be ahead of De Bruyne and Vinicius Jr., I don't think so. Right. Right. Honestly, if I were to choose... I would put maybe Ashraf Hakimi all the way in the bottom. But don't you think it's not like ahead of Salah, obviously. But yeah. don't you think and like ahead there of Jude Bellingham? There's some sort of like bad blood or something, isn't it? Like if you don't vote for. But there's no bad, bad no, blood no. between between. No, uh, but if you don't vote for if Messi, Mbappe, Benzema, not at least one of them is in your top three, that's super bizarre. Objectively speaking. Yeah, yeah, they, you, they you should can't be. not have yeah. at least one of those three. That's what I'm saying. The top three is very easy and is at least set. have one of them in your top three. This yeah. doesn't make sense yeah. at all. Even the top four, honestly, Mudrik uh, being a number four is makes absolute sense to me. And I'm surprised... Even even Haaland, number five. I, mean, I don't know. I don't I'm know, surprised but he voted for Hikimi. Because, I mean, you know all too well yeah. about the Moroccan thing during the World Cup, And right? I really don't understand why he has this feud with Morocco, why he didn't... Can you please think... explain? I, there, I, there is nothing to explain. Or what I, happened? Why is there like, some tension? Like, he just wouldn't say anything. Like, everyone was so excited in the Arab world that Morocco was winning. And I, I think it's it's it might be a little bit weird to someone who's not Arab... But when an Arab country wins, there is like a big bond between a strong bond between all Arabs and they will just automatically support the Arab team. They want like an Arab to win versus another random person. And so you see everyone like with all the politicians, all the businessmen, all the the players. Royal family. Yeah, royal families. Everyone was like tweeting, Elon Musk tweeting, all these random people tweeting congratulating Morocco, Shakira, but Salah didn't say anything. And then he went out later saying, I don't remember what he said, but he said that... Morocco didn't support him for yeah, something, right? Yeah, he said Morocco didn't support him for something, which I think, I, I, I respect him a lot, and I think he's a great player. He's great attitude, super nice guy, but I think this whole Morocco thing is a bit weird. But anyways, whether, I mean, it was nice of him to vote for Ashraf Hagimi. Yeah, it was Hagimi. his redemption, he felt bad. I mean, honestly, this, the players thing was not like a, was not a big deal. It was kind of obvious. The coach thing is a bit different. Okay, I mean, as a Moroccan too, you would want, you wanted. Yeah, to honestly, win. I think he deserves it. He deserves it 
way more than I genuinely think they didn't vote for him because they don't know how to pronounce his name. It's very possible. Rag Raggy. It, there's a lot of consonants in there. Oh my god! I honestly I don't blame them. It's a really hard last yeah. name. It's not an easy one. We could one. just call him Avocado Head. And oh, that, Avocado Head simpler. is a fantastic nickname. Everyone calls him Avocado Head. But the thing is, I really think that people forget all their games except for two were bad. They had a good game versus Croatia, which was very surprising. I didn't understand how they were able to beat Croatia 3-0. And also, they they had the good game versus. France obviously was probably one of the best finals ever, but other than like he is a good coach, he was able to make a lot of changes. The fact that he decided to play more Ju uh, Julian Alvarez and all this stuff, like, he is definitely a good coach. Whether he's the best coach, I don't think so. Especially in a team where you have someone like Messi carrying the team, like you have people, a star, people, and he always comes through. Like he came through during the people look at results, right? But so, so no, even but the results if, were so bad. Like their game against Poland was not good. Their game again again against Mexico was not good. Messi saved them in a lot of games. Right, but even if you just looked at results, they were not good. Arguably, you could still make the case that. Gragi made more headway. Of course. In terms of how far Morocco came in the and, World Cup. And, and their path. And their path to get to the World and Cup with Wida was... Casablanca. Exactly. So he... Let, let's just talk about Morocco's path that was harder than, than, mm -hmm. than uh, like Argentina's path, obviously. Argentina lost the game against Saudi Arabia, then struggled with Poland, struggled with Mexico, struggled with Australia. No, they played Australia. Yeah. Yeah, they struggled yeah, yeah. with Australia, which is, in my opinion, not, not, not that good of a team. And then the only two games they played well as the last two games. And again, Messi is a game changer. Yeah, like it really like a is. a secret weapon. Especially that's, that's... weapon. Exactly. And, and that, that works a lot of times. So, and then you have someone like Walid who basically took the team from nothing. Well, it's not fair because the guy before him actually built a lot of the team. But he definitely did come and he made important changes and he got the team really far. And he also, there is no other coach in my mind that did all of this, plus winning a Champions League in the in that continent. Right. In right, such right, a right. Short, short time frame. So, to me, he deserves it, not because he's Moroccan, but... Honestly, I would agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. The, the French coach is good, too, though. Didier? Deschamps, Deschamps, I think he's but good. But I don't think Deschamps deserved it this year more. If you had just had... Scaloni and Deschamps, I think it would be Scaloni. And also, why are we just judging one thing? Like, should it be like a, a, a nation? like, a, right, Or should it be a club? So you, the only one who that did both recently is actually Well, that's what I'm saying. This is not FIFA, the best awards vis-a-vis -vis the World Cup, right? But that's what it felt like. All the the one Everything, that won yeah. the best coach, the Messi, yeah. it was just like and Emmy Martinez. It was like a tribute to Argentina where they all they just sweeped the world. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. The best player and the best fan should be Argentina. Fan, yes. Fan, it's like yes, a yes. no brainer. It's the, even the goalie. Okay, we'll give it to Martinez. I know you you felt. No, like... no, no. I think I don't think I'm not sure Bono deserves it. Right, right, because right. because there's definitely you I, can definitely make an argument and be convinced for sure, that yeah. Emmy Martinez deserves it. I think right? Bono was is a good goalie. Best goalie in the world, I still think is Courtois. As much as you don't, you probably won't yeah, agree with me. Just didn't. I think he's the best goalie in the world. Bono still makes a lot of mistakes. I think he still needs a little bit of experience. And in, even in the World Cup, I didn't think he was the best goalie. To be completely yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, like the saves that like, he made were the the the, uh, the Polish goalie was amazing, incredible, incredible. Even, even by the, the Croatian, the Polish goalies are the best, yeah. literally the best. Then again, if you are comparing or you're like trying to assess what these goalies actually did, Amy Martinez did amazing things. Like right. his last save, whether that was luck or actual like 
the fact that he's really good, that saved. Doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. Crucial. Yeah, doesn't matter. He did so much. So I think Amy Martinez out of the World Cup ones that were in the list, he's probably the best. So I'm fine with that as well. Uh, and the fans, obviously, I think the fans is maybe the Mexican fans are second. They were really good I as mean, well. Morocco's up there as well. Yeah, and maybe third. I think Argentina, Mexico, and then uh, it's just Mexico didn't have as many opportunities. Yeah, but if they saved, oh my god, yeah. it was they were they were um, crazy as well. But Argentinian fans, amazing. Okay, so we agree that Walid Avocado Head Regragui was snubbed. Avocado Head, best coach in 2022. On this note, we're gonna end this episode here. Hope you guys have enjoyed. If you did. Follow us, uh, leave us a five-star review, and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye.